As many of you know, last month I and 21 other people had the great privilege of going on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land in Israel. And it was a truly life-changing experience, I think, for all of us, spending time in the places where Jesus lived, where he walked, where he prayed, where he suffered and died and rose from the dead for us. It really opened our eyes and our hearts, particularly to being able to read and experience the Holy Scriptures in a new way, in a whole new way. One of the most profound experiences for me, and I think for many of us, was the morning when we celebrated Mass in Jesus' tomb. We were up very early that morning. We were on the bus at 4 a.m., and we walked the way of the cross up Calvary Hill around 4.30 in the morning. And when we finished, we entered the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. We gathered in our Lord's holy tomb. I think all of us at that moment probably really, as we were doing throughout the trip, tried to consciously absorb the reality of where we were. Just to think, I am in the tomb where Jesus was placed after he died. I am in the tomb where Jesus rose from the dead. If allowed, I think we probably would have stayed in the tomb after to pray. I think many of us wanted to just stay there and to pray more and to really contemplate the truth of where we where we were at that moment, but as you, many groups are celebrating Mass throughout the day, so when you finish Mass, you have to leave so that the next group can go in. So we couldn't stay in the tomb. But I think there was a lesson for us, and I think it's a lesson for all of us on this Easter Sunday morning. As much as we wanted to stay in the tomb, we're not meant to stay in the tomb. As Jesus' disciples, none of us is meant to stay in the tomb. The tomb is dark. The tomb is cold. The tomb encloses us. Jesus didn't stay in that tomb. The tomb is empty. This is what we celebrate today. This is what makes us Christian. Jesus Christ rose from the dead, not figuratively, but really, truly rose from the dead. He conquered death and sin when he rose from the dead. And when he rose from the dead, he inaugurated the new creation. Christians are not supposed to stay in the tomb. We are not called to live in darkness. We are not called to live self-centered lives. Isolated and cold lives cut off from the world. You and I are called by the Lord to bring the light of Christ's resurrection to the world. We're called to be witnesses of Christ's resurrection. This means that each of us, each one of us who has been baptized, we are called to live a new life of virtue and holiness, to be saints. That life that he empowered us to live when he rose from the dead. To live this way, we must allow our minds and hearts to be transformed and to be conformed to Christ, to be conformed to the truth that Christ came to bring us, that Christ came to teach us. There's a problem, though. The problem is that 
Too many Christians stay in the tomb. As we know, the tomb is cold and dark, and we also know very well that the world can be cold and dark. And Christians are called to be light in the world. We're not called to be part of that darkness. But we know it. We see it every day. War. Hatred. Violence. We also see it in many of the secular ideologies in our world today, in our culture, in our society that not only are contrary to Christian moral truth, but many of these ideologies are contrary to who we are as human beings. They're very contrary to our very human nature. We see this darkness in our lives when, on a personal level, when we feel trapped in sin or despair. See, Christians are not exempt from these things. We're not exempt from the darkness of the world, from the darkness of sin. We're not exempt by allowing our minds to be influenced by the many ideologies that are contrary to our Christian faith. None of us is exempt from these things. So how can we be sure to live in the, in the light of Christ's resurrection rather than to stay in the tomb? How can we be sure that our minds and hearts are being shaped by Christ and his truth rather than what the world proposes to us? Well, as Catholics, we have to take time to do things that are going to help us to get out of the tomb, to live in the light of Christ's resurrection. First and foremost, we have to, we have to, to study our faith, to learn about our faith. That's why all of us should have a, a copy of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, or it's online for free. But there's so many great resources where you and I can continue to learn about the beauty of our Catholic faith, of our Catholic Christian faith. We have to take time to pray every day, to pray deeply, not just say prayers, but to really enter into conversation with Jesus, particularly through reading the Holy Scriptures. You know, one of the fruits of my pilgrimage coming back from the Holy Land is my heart has really been burning to to read Scripture more and to pray with Scripture more, to study Scripture more. I've been doing it for years, obviously, but I've had a renewed desire to really spend more time with God's Word. I've been reading a lot of Scripture lately, and it's so nourishing. We have to read, as Catholics, we have to get into God's Word. Most of us probably have dusty Bibles at home. We have to enter into His Word. We have to read His Word. Particularly, the Psalms are so nourishing. The Gospels that we hear week after week. The life of Christ. We have to really enter into His Word to allow our minds and hearts to be transformed. We have to make time to immerse ourselves in the sacraments. The beauty of the sacramental life of the church. You know, Jesus gave us the sacraments as concrete expressions of his love and grace. We have tangible encounters with Christ when we receive the sacraments. This is why Sunday Mass is so important for us as Catholics. It's when we gather as God's family, his covenant family. He brings us together every Sunday. Why? To share the covenant meal that he left us. The Holy Eucharist. To listen to his word. Sunday Mass is so important. I say it over and over again, but... We should never be laxed about missing Sunday Mass. As Catholics, obviously there are emergencies, sickness, for different reasons why we might have to miss Sunday Mass. But other than that, we should never miss Sunday Mass, ever, ever. It just shouldn't even be an option for us. Sunday Mass should be the, the central focus of our week. 
It's a, it's a time where we come to be nourished by Christ in the Holy Eucharist to listen to his word. really want to challenge us today to really try to make Sunday Mass a priority, to make it the center of our Catholic lives, where we don't push it off to the side, where we don't get laxed about it, but we desire to come to be fed by the word of God and by the Lord in the Eucharist. We have to make time for all these things. Make time for the sacrament of reconciliation, confession. You know, Father Ray and I were so overjoyed this week. I, we had a lot of confession times this past week. We had confession uh, almost every day at noon and during the evening. And I thought maybe I'd be sitting in the confessional and reading and not having many confessions. We were busy every day. It was beautiful. I didn't have a free moment in the confessional this week. I thought that was, we were so inspired by that, that people were coming to receive God's forgiveness in the sacrament of reconciliation. If we don't make time for these things, these things that nourish our souls, these things that enlighten our minds, these things that deepen our faith, if we don't make time for these things, there's a good chance that we're going to stay in the tomb. Meaning there's a good chance that our minds and hearts are going to be more shaped and informed by the world by secularism, by ideologies that are completely contrary to our Christian faith. If we don't immerse ourselves in these things, we're going to be shaped by the world. And as Christian disciples, we can't be shaped by the world. We have to be shaped by Christ. I want to invite us on this Easter day to honestly assess ourselves and where we are. Ask yourself this question. Am I more immersed in the world than I am in Jesus Christ? Am I allowing myself to be more influenced by worldliness and secularism than I am by the gospel, by my Christian faith, by Jesus himself, the word of God? When Jesus rose from the dead, he inaugurated a new creation. And when we were baptized, we became part of that new creation. St. Paul tells us if anyone is in Christ, then they are a new creation. We are made new in Jesus, our minds and hearts enlightened by his truth. We're not supposed to be conformed to the world as his disciples. We're not supposed to stay in the tomb. We're called to live a holy life. We're called to bring Christ's light and his truth to a world that can be often dark. We're called to live that life that's only possible because Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. And so on this Easter Sunday, let's each one of us decide to get out of the tomb and get into the light of Christ's resurrection.